up? It's Radio Free Tote Bag, and I'm Audrey. I'm dying, man. I just took a sip of seltzer. You were expecting more intro. It's just I let was. it rip, baby. That was a quick it's, one. You really let it rip. Beyblade, mama, let's go. We're always saying that at the top of the show. <laughs> it's a show about Beyblade. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us this week uh, from the one and only girl god, we've got April with us. Hello. Welcome. Hi, I'm April. Thanks for having me, you guys. Thank of course. Thank you for joining us on I'm this. psyched. I, I can't wait to uh, ruin everyone's relationships that are... Ooh, you're like a sleeper agent on the dark ready. side. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready, yeah. That's what this program is all about. Uh. Yeah, uh, re- refer to your girlfriend as your old lady. Yes. Trust us. It's Women good. love that. <laughs> Women do. You got to come up with a pet name like the old ball and chain. That's what I'm talking about. They're all I'm about. so glad that I hate my wife humor is dead for the most part. <laughs> I'm like... sad. I think we should bring it back. <laughs> I lose the only thing that made me laugh in this <laughs> twisted world. <laughs> I wonder if we could just make it really virulent, like awful, just like really disgusting. I hate my wife content. I want to kill and torture my wife. <laughs> that bitch. I want to chain her to the goddamn radiator and starve her for months. Uh, I think I, it needs to be taken further. I hate the Saw movie series so much because I watch and I just wish it was my wife in there. Right. If you're not doing Saw on your wife, that's all I want to hear about. Okay, that's it. After five and a half years, we do an insane heel turn. (laughs) (laughs) Wife abuse, radio free, wife abuse. No, that's not the reveal. I have a big reveal for you all today. What's that? Now, April Eiser, you don't know this yet, but you are on the number one most hydrated podcast of all time. I got Pedialyte powder to put in my water bottle because it's hot in Chicago. I was about to say, was you drinking? No, I just kind of died. Actually, I'm not even. I drink a lot of water. I got these because I was sick a couple weeks ago and like it's hot. My honest answer is that like I just wanted a little treat and I didn't have anything and it's strawberry lemonade flavor. It was kind of good. Awesome. Those are kinda those good. can randomly be so good. The shit that you like squirt in your water or whatever. Mio. Wow. Yeah. It's wonderful. In there. If I could only figure out how to. Fortunately, this is not a podcast of. Uh, tube openers oh yeah oh do you know what my my big uh treat when i was a very small child was that i would demand that i could not live without mother's milk ensure (laughs) oh that's good the fucking like old people vitamin beverage Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with like the vanilla flavor yeah that was my shit is it the the protein one is there protein in that yeah Yeah. wait wait wait. gnarly shit in it is it something last something fast what is it uh, called? No, insure. Ah, that one. Okay. I know what you're talking about. There's now. another. Nice. There's a lot of like weird protein. I love when food like has unnecessary protein added to it. I'm always like, yeah. whoa, that's insane. You know, you see the like Quest like protein pizzas or whatever that are Ooh. like we put 50 grams of protein in a personal pizza. <laughs> how? How? So, how? Where? I don't. I I have I want to try it. I don't know. <laughs> I cannot perceive where this is. I think protein bars, like the figuring out how much protein we can get into the smallest possible package, is like an incredible. That's what science is for. Cool tech. You know. 
not a big fan of the big tech industry, but that's something I can get behind. Right. That's food science. I think it's incredible. The science of food. I took a course in college called food science, colon, the, the science of food. I'm like, Was it really called that? Food at Ohio in State. In case you were food confused. Science. God the science damn. of food. Ohio State. Come on. <laughs> really laying it out for you. Yeah. I'm I'm conflicted on some of these things because I'm I'm a cool power lifting homie over here. I talk about this on the program sometimes, but also my appetite is pretty inconsistent. And it is nice when you can just like mix some nasty brown powder into water and shoot it, and it's like that was like eating a chicken shoot breast it. in terms yeah. of protein. I put warm shoot water. It. I put like a shot glass worth and just oh my log God. that sludge. That's um, <laughs> that's incredible. You toss and wash. A variety of things. I mean, at that I point, you might as well just—you might as well just snort it. At that point, Ooh, that's what I'm talking. Get that. Like, get whatever. That You're drinking sludge. Just rail it. Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> the post nasal drip of gold standard double chocolate way is really the best of all of the of all. Yeah, of the totally. Rail it that sludge. Good. Yeah. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite one of my right favorite jackass. Yeah. Sketches and the, I what I come back to over and over again is from one of the like original Jackass movies. It's it's uh Estevo snorting wasabi, oh, and no. he, he yeah. gets like halfway through one line and then just starts vomiting everywhere. Ah. And that's that's like the epitome to me of like what the fuck were you <laughs> did you think was gonna happen? Like some of the stuff Clear obviously sinuses. it's like you know maybe it'll work, maybe something cool yeah. will happen. That one it's like no, you're just you. No, it's gonna kill you. <laughs> like you just—you <laughs> were no. doing violence, and your body is like, "This is so bad. We don't even know what to do. Just get everything right. out of here. Get it all out of here." <laughs> this is this is Steve-O's gut operator, and I'm sending a body-wide order to get it all out. Oh my god! Cast me in the uh, upcoming Jackass film as Steve-O's body operator. They should. They should. Kind of my dream has, role. Has anyone seen Ladder Jackass? Has anyone seen more recent Jackass films? Oh, like Ladder, like okay, yeah. Yeah, I saw the <laughs> I saw the most recent one, Jackass Forever. Um, yeah, I saw that one in theaters, which was actually the, it was the first Jackass I had seen in theaters, oh. and um, incredible, incredible experience to yeah. I get to see. It opens on Pontius's cock dressed up as Godzilla. It's, it's very incredible. good. It's, it's classic. It doesn't get old. It literally doesn't get old to me. Sorry. Except they got old, which is my favorite part of it, is the like the juxtaposition between the skits they were doing when they were younger versus right. like like for example, Knoxville gets in the ring with a Bronco, or was it a bull? I think it was a wild horse. Yeah, he like breaks a bunch of shit, right? Yeah, he like is gets fucked up by that the first time he did it he was like 22 23 he gets yeah. kicked in the head pops right back up like whoa guys that was crazy he does it in this movie <laughs> and he he's laid the fuck out like it's really funny and then a 30 minute unbroken shot of a still body in the middle that's the of rest the of the movie yeah. <laughs> jackass forever because he dies <laughs> it's, that's it <laughs> there will be no more the final jackass it's gonna be the final jackass is gonna be jackass rest in peace and they're all gonna die sequentially like each each one yeah at the Who end they last? each go out exactly the way they lived you know <laughs> that'll be that's gonna be honestly i could see them doing it they're like 90 years old they're like yeah we've you know we've, it, had, we've had a good run like i think we should kill ourselves this way yeah exactly you know 
This We're is doing the that. euthanasia roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, they could immortalize them. So, I mean, they're already going to be, you know, remembered forever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, really, you could really lock it down by doing that, in my yeah. opinion. Legendary. We snuck up on old Steve-O while he was sleeping and put an exit bag on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is killing Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is shooting Steve-O in the head. You gotta double tap Steve-O. That's kind of the that's kind of the rules. It would of the take game. two to kill Steve-O. Yeah, it would. Exit big bullet combo. Oh, We're coming in hot on this episode. A- April, I, I, I forgot to kind of I don't know. We we talked. You you're on Girl God. You and Grace Freud do a live show. You got a podcast going recently. Yeah. Um, uh, what's up with? The, I was just listening to an episode before this, but you were you were saying before we started recording, you uh you had not been a podcast. Person. Yeah, I mean, so Grace and I, I, I perform as Girl God with my friend Grace Freud, a brilliant comedian. Uh, we started doing that a few years ago, and we did not have a podcast until recently. But uh, you know, when people see two trans women performing together on stage we were just a live show we would just you know tour and do live shows and uh but we would get people who would come up to us and say like hey like i love your podcast um (laughs) or we'd go on other people's (laughs) podcasts and they would say like this is grace and april from the girl god podcast and we uh (laughs) or and people you know would respond to us on twitter with the same stuff like hey i'm a big fan of the pod like we don't have one (laughs) uh but that That but i'm very flattered that not i'm insulted that you think i have one but i'm flattered that you think it's cool enough that you should say that you've listened to it so uh but until until now we actually started uh we decided to do it. We started a new show. It's called The Girl God Experience. And uh, there's no concept to it. It's pretty much dumb bullshit. And there's two episodes oh. a week. One of them's on Patreon. Yeah, I'm plugging this right up front. Yeah. Uh, do it. And uh, yeah, go listen to it. Also, yeah, we're, we're a live show. So we're, we tour. Uh, we're going on tour in the at the end of August. We're going to be running our our signature hour of stand-up comedy. Uh in a lot of cities in the Northeast right now is what we've got on the books. We've got shows in York, Philly, Pittsburgh, Montreal, Toronto, Baltimore, uh, the whole Eastern Seaboard. the whole East. Yeah. All of it. So Sanders uh, country. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. So yeah, that's Bounce. out of the way. Anyways, buy tickets to that. Uh, find, <laughs> you, you can find it, Google it, you, you know, <laughs> We'll put it'll, links and stuff in there and, and, and to the podcast. Yeah, it'll but, be up there somewhere. But uh, anyway, you named the podcast uh, out of uh, like a reverence and respect for Joe Rogan, correct? Who? <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's kind of this bald guy. He was on like a on a you get scared show in the past. I believe it was called Fear Factor. Then he decided to be real hateful. Oh, well. That's the thing about him is he's not necessarily hateful. He's Wait, just... he's like the little trans guy, like the like really ripped one, <laughs> the real built guy, the real, real built trans guy. dude. Yeah, the guy he's like overcompensating for something. I yeah. assume. <laughs> no? uh, dropping on the on this show, we've uh, inadvertently outed. I would love I would to get sued by Joe Rogan. When we wanted to call, when we decided to call the show the Girl God Experience, I was like, best case scenario, 
we get sued or something yeah. like i hope i know it's like you know you would have he would have to reach i think we're totally allowed to call it that it's fine but uh it would be so cool if he tried we would right. blow up in a serious way how sick would that be joe rogan if you're listening to this i assume he listens to this show yeah. uh, number one patron baby cool. Joe Rogan, if you're listening to this, please sue me. I'm, These press I'm charges. begging. Please sue me. <laughs> I need this. Please. You will make my year. Please. God. Hopefully we get sued by uh, NATO propaganda network Radio Free Europe. If it still <laughs> exists, I don't actually know if that still exists. Or maybe REM with their hit song radio. Could be. Uh, Michael Stipe or NATO, come after us. We could use the publicity. I did want to say that I said that Joe Rogan wasn't hateful. He's just credulous and completely mm. uh, chameleoned into whoever he's talking to and happens to talk to the most hateful and shitty people the on the planet. People totally. in the goddamn world. I think he's just real dumb. I, I think that's... Oh, no. Did we lose April? We might have lost April. Check, check. <laughs> All right, this time for real. This time, the power. For, this time for real. Oh my God. <laughs> See, to the we listeners were... at home, it's going to seem like nothing happened. But what you don't know is that uh, this has been uh, a hellish nightmare. A mess. Yeah. A hellish nightmare. So uh, keep that in mind when you, <laughs> you know, judge the quality of my. <laughs> speaking etc keep in mind that i actually just went through hell so maybe we take it easy multiple gremlins multiple demons in order to get this back on the rails uh but we have defeated technology we are coming through okay now uh hydrated as ever and as i was, I was saying uh it did cut out at a reasonably good place though because this is usually where we hit guests with the topic of the program, which is relationships. And yes. so, April, I got to ask you, how how is your dating life going? Oh, What's my... your relationship situation? Absolutely. So basically, my dating life is incredible. My life is better than most people's. <laughs> I am living with my girlfriend of two years and then some. And that's the honest truth. I'm not even doing a joke. I'm not even doing a bit. I'm not even lying. You know, I'm making my earnest debut right now <laughs> on the show and telling the, tr the truth for the first time in my disgusting life. And that is that I am in love and my life is awesome. Welcome to the Straight Dope Podcast, where we give it to you straight. And everyone, everyone who, uh, everyone who, everyone should try this because it's awesome and Maybe everyone should consider being normal and falling in love. How about that? Sickos. Get freaks. some domestic bliss, you fucking weirdos. How about you get some goddamn domestic bliss and chill the fuck out, everyone? Solid advice on the top of the program. How, uh, how'd you all meet? Oh, you know, through friends of friends. And she messaged me on the internet, said... Uh, do you want to hang out? And I said, absolutely. And then, uh, 
And then we met, and then she actually groomed me psychologically <laughs> over a period of several years. And now I'm her sex slave. Nice. And it's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm 12, by the way, oh, no, for no. context for our listeners at home. I'm 12 our, years old. Our youngest guest in the show's run. What an honor. <laughs> this is a very special episode. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, this is the one. This is the one that kills me. So that's what happened, you know? Sometimes a beautiful woman DMs you and then you get groomed. <laughs> and it's awesome. My advice, let it happen. Let it happen. Yeah. Great. I mean, people are always talking shit about grooming, but like, you know, trimmed facial hair, a nice haircut. That's an haircut. important form of grooming. Awesome yeah, stuff. It is. What's wrong with the other kind? Being, being the, the husband-to-be in a wedding, that's not frowned upon. Right. Why are we hating on this specific kind mm-hmm. of groom? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be very specific, Steven Crowder. <laughs> who apparently was showing his wiener to everybody who worked for him for a long time. Oh, that's great. That's oh, great. my God. Perfectly normal, perfectly yeah. healthy. We'd love to hear about it here he, on this program. Apparently, oh, it's a sign of dominance. <laughs> it is. A boss, a boss should be dominant. Apparently, he used to talk about how um, sexual mores have changed. and It used to be more acceptable for men to have sex with each other, like in ancient Greece. <laughs> All right, Stephen. Yeah, sure thing, bro. Well, men were, You're right, in man. Ancient Greece, in ancient Greece, men were having sex with little boys, that right? Which too. Are, which are like the women of men. It's such a shame. <laughs> it's such a shame that sexual mores have changed. It's <laughs> so true. It's actually t- it's actually totally heterosexual to be a gay pedophile because little boys are the women of men. That's kind of the straightest thing of all. When you it think is. About it. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Woo. So we're glad, we're glad your dating life is going well. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we have to hit you up with our, our follow-up question, though. Uh, sure. Which we do actually remember to ask guests consistently, unlike the dating life question, which, again, as I've said on multiple episodes, I don't know why. I haven't just been asking this the whole time. Uh, but what... Do you do you have a, an embarrassing dating or relationship story that you could share, April? An embarrassing dating or relationship story? Yeah, um, off the top of my head, uh, I would say my most failed relationship is that I, I I got broken up with one time so a girl could do conversion therapy essentially. Oh, okay. oh my god! Which is just like, you know, you you can't help but feel like. That's on you, you know. <laughs> you know, like, like voluntarily, oh. so that she could like bail on. Yes, voluntarily, wow. voluntarily. So you know, it's just like I guess at that point in my life, I was, I was that miserable to be around. Oh, that, uh, you had to do uh, Christian therapy. To- or maybe, maybe it was so good being with you that it felt like a sin. 
that's like nothing oh, nothing can possibly be this good i have to repent and go find <laughs> jesus and get electrocuted whoa whoa that's an optimistic way of looking at it and i and i appreciate that but uh who knows who can say was there you any follow-up did you ever follow up with this person um yeah i'm i actually years years later uh we followed each other on one of the many websites and she's actually gay now and has a girlfriend so. <laughs> weird Isn't that weird good for her good for her Isn't that fucking you know? weird how that works I, honestly, life is I, so funny sometimes I, I feel sad you know she didn't yeah. get what she wanted all she wanted was to be straight and oh she failed that sucks i'm sorry she couldn't achieve her dreams <laughs> was there was there any sign like was I don't know was she like a religious person off the bat was this like completely out of the blue like a weird parent situation or anything Yeah it was about parents I mean at the end of the day uh, it was like about appeasing parents that's the the that's the, rough. the unfunny truth of it is that it was just about <laughs> that uh, so you know who's to say if her heart was really in it at any point but uh but it is but it is funny i'm happy for her it's lovely it's 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 wonderful obviously objectively uh that it didn't take you know? yeah <laughs> yeah but, no that that part is good and like i don't know parental pressures on on sex and gender identity are like a fucking intense and, and shitty thing to deal with and like good on her that she came back to you know her her actual identity there but that is still funny as fuck that you <laughs> was after dating you that right. she was like wait a second right <laughs> right i would love if it happened again i wish someone <laughs> else, you know i hope that that's how my current relationship ends just because it'd be funny it'd be really funny right it's just like it's kind of a running gag working in yeah. retail girls and, keep breaking up with me to go to conversion therapy how <laughs> awesome would that be yeah it's just like working in retail every time somebody yells at me i'm just like i'm gonna get through this it's just a, it's gonna be a good story you'll have a good story to tell if she right <laughs> bails on right. you to be electrocuted by psychopaths and that's what matters <laughs> is the story of it all uh-huh in my opinion yeah what are you that's what are you so gonna talk true. about on podcasts if right totally absolutely <laughs> you know what so we got to thank her for her service for providing a lovely anecdote for the radio free tope yes. podcast and we wish her well it's a fun anecdote and we we do we all do we do we're audrey do you wish her well yeah i mean yeah we're three for, we're three for three on well wishes folks that's a bingo and you know what that means it's time to take another deep sip of this pedialyte beverage you're getting God, so you hydrated. You have to stop. You have to stop. <laughs> oh. Please, please, for me, stop. Please. Oh. Did you, April, did you see the tweet where it was um, touching a girl's perineum scar and asking her to stop for you? That's so That's so awesome. <laughs> Will you stop for me? That's, that's so funny. <laughs> hey, I got another question for you all. Do you ever just feel the urge to, like, jump into a potted plant and kind of, like, nourish it with liquid and nutrients? No, you're too hydrated. Never. No! <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is... I, you know, it's a fun bit because this is a stupid thing to drink, but I am very serious. It's the strawberry lemonade, the little pouches, folks. Get them at your local Walgreens. Walgreens. Uh, go to conversion therapy. 
That's yes. the W way. What if, actually, what if you line. didn't do that? <laughs> That's the tagline that they sent us, Audrey. We gotta stick to the <laughs> specific <laughs> script. This week's we sponsor is gay conversion therapy. <laughs> That'd be so funny, honestly, if like conversion therapy programs took out ads on like gay podcasts or whatever. <laughs> and like, honestly though, and and if like and if gay podcasts like had to say yes because the conversion therapy was like offering enough money that they they could say no, you that know. Good Jesus money. <laughs> honestly, yeah, like if 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 a if a conversion therapy program or center or whatever the fuck they are. Uh, wanted to take out an ad on my show and was like, I will give you, you know, $10,000 a month to do, which, okay, way more than most ads pay. But let's say that they offered that. You got principles. You're, you're not would, doing this for nothing. Right, right. My principle is $10,000 is $10,000. Yeah, it's a good principle. And I would do it, absolutely. And I don't think those ads would work on my listeners. I don't think anyone who listens to our show would actually give a fuck. I think it'd be funny. So basically... I absolutely would do that, but that would be that would be so funny. Yeah. Conversion therapy centers paying gay creators to make content for them. <laughs> Use promo code RFTB for right. a free electroshock <laughs> session. <laughs> I'd be so good at running a conversion therapy center. <laughs> what 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 in what what ways do you feel that you would succeed? In running a, in a gay conversion therapy. Yeah, what qualities think, do you bring to this role? I was talking about this on our show last week, actually. I just think it's not that hard. Like, <laughs> I honestly I honestly think that, like, you know, with, a, with a, a little bit of concerted effort, like, I could probably do mind games on any gay person enough to make them maybe consider open to the possibility that, you know, sexuality is really complicated and, like... <laughs> You know, maybe you do want to try to fuck someone who reminds you of your dad. I don't know. Maybe that could be healing. Possibly. I just, I, you know, the conversion therapy centers come at it so, uh, you know, so angrily Very and so aggressive. like, you know, aggressive. Like a and, hammer. It's, and it's often religious too, which is like, you know, no gay like atheist is going to be susceptible to like Christian heterosexuality messaging like you have to meet them where they're at like i think gay people are the best at conversion therapy really (laughs) and that's i mean that's that's really my thesis is that conversion therapy doesn't center gay voices enough Well, welcome to the first leftist queer conversion therapy space. Right, right. I'm running a. I'm running the first leftist conversion therapy center. We're actually pretty leftist, you know. We believe in Medicare for all, and we believe that that Medicare should be allowed to to be used to treat your homosexuality. Okay. We we need more queer voices in the conversion therapy space. I couldn't agree more. My <laughs> stomach hurts. We really do. Laughing. We really do. Holy God. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. And I guess I already kind of did the ad read, but how about we hit a quick word from our sponsors before uh, answering some listener questions? I'd love are, that. Are we ready? Yeah. All right. Let's go into this ad read. Woo! Oh. Oh, what's up there, little listener? It's me, hyperhydrated Donovan. I'm kind of like the violet blueberry from 
Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that inspired so many inflation fetishes around mm -hmm. the world, except for instead it's all water and electrolytes. Is that Veruca Salt? It might have been Veruca Salt. Hey, sidle on up here, listener. Don't be afraid if you get a little of the slush on you. Uh, you know what I'm doing when I'm not taking big, long sips of that hydrating stuff? What's that? I'm, he I'm heading on over to patreon.com slash rftb where I can get a bonus episode of Radio Free Tote Bag each week in addition to the main episode. Plus, access to like 130 episodes in the backlog. That's like Pedialyte Advanced Care. The, the amount of pod nutrients and electrolytes you'll get out of there. Patreon.com slash RFTB. Make like a fire hose and, and blast on over there. All right, that's all the water stuff I got. It was Vi that's it. It was Violet Beauregard was the one who got inflated. It was Violet Beauregard was the one who got inflated. And now it's the question box that's going to get inflated. <laughs> asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, Woo! Yeah! 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 yeah. yeah. Oh! It's the question box, yeah, the segment of the show where you, the listener, pumps just a whole bunch of questions into the box, and it's about fit to burst in. Uh, how do you send in your question, question flations? It's simple. Head on over to our social media, at RFTBpod on Instagram and Twitter, at RFTB and the other stuff on Blue Sky, or our website, RFTB.me. You don't have to make an account. You just click on that link that says submit your question, and you're in. You got a text box. Just unload your thoughts and feelings into there. We do our best to answer them. Audrey, what do we want to start with this week? Hi, tote baggers. Oh, hey. Hello. I love my partner very much, but after living together, I've started to notice that they are credulous to a fault. They often take marketing advice at face value, don't shop around for better deals on goods and services, and get caught in sales pitches very easily. I try to be hands-off and let them make their own decisions on things they buy for themselves, but it's starting to affect things that we're meant to be using in common, and I'm worried that they're going to find themselves in a deep financial crisis someday because I'm not around to point out red flags. My question mm. is, is there anything I can do to get them to think a little harder about their finances without being overbearing about it? Damn. So right, right off the bat, right off the bat, I'd like to say you're complaining about having a partner that's too trusting. <laughs> Isn't trust the foundation of relationships? I know. It's like, true. that sounds like a fucking home run. You've got a, you know, not to be too facetious, but you've got a, you've got a partner who tr takes things at face value. I think many people in this world have the opposite problem where their partner just like won't open up. You've got a partner who sees the world with like childlike wonder and, you know, is honest and vulnerable and innocent. That's a wonderful thing to have. You know, so yeah. maybe take a second and appreciate the beauty of a partner who sees the world in this way. Yeah. You know? Most yeah. most uh, partners can't roll over in bed and say, honey, I'm a Nigerian prince, but I don't have access to my bank account. <laughs> if you would simply 
right. wire this into my account, then I will pay you handsomely. And they're going to say, yes, I, I, I love you, babe. I'd love to or, give me your Western Union information. Let's go. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I think that's awesome. I, I personally, I think it's beautiful when people move through the world like that. One time my girlfriend called me. I was at, uh, I was at Grace's house working on something. My girlfriend calls me and she says, April, there's someone at the door who says that if we don't upgrade our internet right now, our internet's going to stop working mm. in a few days. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I was like, okay, you can tell them to go away. It's not, you know, that's not true. Yeah, get but really also, aggressive about it too. Tell them to go fuck themselves. But also, that is such a beautiful way to engage with the world, Yeah, in my opinion. You know, just taking everything at face value. I want to live like that. I strive to live like that. I'm too cynical, you know? I love it uh, when... How, yeah. I love it when you get an email from the FBI at Hotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> that shit rules. <laughs> or like... <laughs> uh, Ohio Department of Taxation at JustMail.com. <laughs> That's so awesome. Well, it's so cool that they were able to get that original male domain. Isn't that crazy? No, I I do feel this. Like, I I wish I was a little bit less cynical sometimes. And, like, there's the trade-off there. Like, yeah, you're protected by... You're protected from all of the scams and like this hellscape we live in where it's just scams fucking constantly on the phone and knocking at your door and on your email. But there is like, there's a sense of distrust that comes there in terms of like, if somebody walks up to you on the street and genuinely needs help, are you going to like be a good person and help them out? Are you going to be like, this person's trying to grift me? Uh, Fuck them. I want to blow an air horn at them and, and drive away. And like, again, maybe that person was trying to trick you, but I feel like erring more towards that side of, of being trusting there, there's upsides to that too. I, I feel like just it'd be easier to look at the world optimistically if you're in that place. And like, yeah, there's a lot of fucking terrible shit going on, but that can make you just completely paralyzed. And I think yeah. having some sense of like, no, there's there really are some good people out there and erring on that side. There's there's upsides to it. So I I don't feel like you you come down on them like. You're you're gonna get fucked over. Oh God, you're being too you know too much of this or anything. But maybe if there's specific things that you're seeing, I don't know. Like if they keep buying like the crazy shit in a TikTok ad, and like they <laughs> just sauce. get like a box of sand from from China like a month later, and that keeps happening, maybe be like, hey, some of those ads are you know scams. I, I wouldn't do that. But I don't think you come down across the board and be like you're too trusting, right? Because that's like a fundamental part of somebody. And I think that that comes off as kind of patronizing. I'm inclined to agree. And I mean, if, if, um, you know, if it gets to the point where it's like, and I don't want to write off this question, of course, you know, I was being, you know, joking a little bit, but, but if you, um, if it gets to the point, obviously where your partner keeps doing stuff like that and keeps, is genuinely losing money and is in a bad situation, obviously then you talk to them about it. Or if, if they, truly believe that that's how they want to live their life and you just don't agree with it then i i mean i guess you're just incompatible then if that's an issue for you or you just come to terms with it and you say okay that's how they are but then my other kind of serious answer is um you know i think it's a great combo you've got one one cynic Uh, and one optimist and that's great like 
you wouldn't need each other if you both saw the world in exactly the same way. And so again, like, you know, I think it's beautiful. It sounds like you've got a beautiful thing going and I know you, it makes sense to worry, but maybe chill, maybe chill out a little bit. What if you chill? Okay. Think about it. What if you chilled the fuck out? What about that? Not in an aggressive way. I don't mean that aggressively, but what if you chilled? Yeah. What if you just kicked your legs up and checked yeah. the spam folder and clicked right. all those links? Go for mm-hmm. it. No, I, I totally. do feel this. And I think that combo is good. I mean, you could even, uh, you know, I don't know what the relationship is like or if you've had these conversations before or how you would even bring this up necessarily. But I think talking about this in the way of like, I feel very cynical. I appreciate your optimism in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, I have concerns sometimes about if there's like a specific thing you could point to or like, hey, that seemed kind of scammy. Uh, but trying to bring that up in a way of like, my position isn't right here. I'm not like better than you. But I worry about, you know, these things sometimes. But also like, I think I might be a little too cynical. I, I don't know, just coming at it from that sense of like, I, uh, I don't hate this quality about you. I appreciate a lot of this. I, I just worry sometimes i'm just concerned that you thought the hosts of radio free tote bag were serious that they would take conversion therapy money right (laughs) you could send us ten thousand dollars though like that i would low-key be very extremely into actually don't change that for sure without people who believe things at face value you know i wouldn't have an audience Mm. so (laughs) think about that (laughs) think about that world true you gotta have to have suspension of disbelief. You gotta have right. the suspenders. That's what right. we're always saying on this. <laughs> this is from uh, what was this? This is from like the end of June, because uh, we got kind of we've said it a few times. The, I mean, the question box got inflated big time. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog over here. The way this <laughs> thing is blowing up. Uh, but if you have a listener, if this is a question, we haven't really gotten anything in this wheelhouse before. If you've talked about this with, with them at all, or you have any updates, or like if they got scammed big time, send us an update. We'd love to hear a follow-up. Uh, but we, you know, we, we hope you get to a good place with it where you're both in good shape security-wise, but also not just absolutely cynical. All right. Here comes another question. I'd love it. Are you, are you ready for this? I'm prepared. Because it's coming right now. Last year, my best friend and I went through really messy, prolonged heartbreaks with our respective partners. Uh, a little bit. Uh, and a okay. light burp. Okay. How is one. that? Is it gritty? Well, I had fried rice before this, too, oh. and strawberry lemonade fried rice combo. Not great. Fuck, I Wouldn't want fried rice it. now. I'm frying rice when I get done. Frying rice That's after it. this. My best friend struggled for an especially long time, but when she finally felt ready to move on, she and I grew especially close. Suddenly, we were talking all the time and hanging out almost daily. We've bonded and grown a lot together. I knew that that, I knew that, that semi-codependent phase would be temporary, but things changed very abruptly after a few months. She's dating someone she met on an app a couple weeks ago. They've gotten very serious very quickly, and suddenly they're spending all their time together. I want to be happy for her, but to be honest, it hurts a lot. I miss my best friend, and it's painful to feel like I've been knocked down in importance so abruptly. I know I have some abandonment issues, and I'm coping fine, but it feels worse than I want it to. My friend and I only spoke a couple times this last week. 
Should I be open about literally any of this? Or is it all just shit I need to deal with? For context, we are both queer women. We've both been single for most of our friendship and we've never dated each other. Thanks, Ruth. Thanks for writing in, Ruth. Thank you, Ruth. Yeah. Fuck. Um, Y'all ever been in one of these? I've been. I'll say. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. Go for it, Audrey. I have been the one who just, uh, uh, you know, I can dance if I want to. I can leave my friends behind. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could, I just dive, I dive <laughs> head fucking first into relationships. And that is a quality that my friends have noticed. In fact, uh, it's like, you know, I'll, I'll meet somebody new and they're all I want to talk about and my fucking friends will be like oh here we fucking go again and I, they've they've even said this to me and so what this allows me to do is take that uh information that I do do this like know it consciously and try to make an effort to see my friends more and be more present in my friends lives and not dive completely into new relationships so I do yeah. think you bring it up. There's there's an unhealthy element there too that I, you know, I think people do this. I've been somebody who's done this, having done it before that, and been like, you know, you get a couple months in, and you're like, oh fuck, I didn't mean to completely drop off the face of the earth again. You're just feeling things very intensely, and like part of that can be normal. The first couple months of a relationship, you know, you got the honeymoon phase or whatever, and it, it makes sense to like want to devote a lot of energy to that. But I've definitely found that there's like an unhealthy level of that that can happen. You're neglecting other friendships and relationships in your life. I feel like this this isn't necessarily, but can be a sign of codependent shit. Oh shit. If you're just like, I'm in this relationship now, this is the only fucking thing that matters. And you start neglecting other areas of your life. You know, that's, that, that's bad news. Um, so I understand like being frustrated here when somebody else does this and you know, especially when you had this solidarity of both going through a breakup at the same time, you kind of had that consistent person to rely on who like immediately knew what you were going through. Um, so, so I understand that stuff. I feel like, how long did they say that they've been together? They met a couple weeks ago. That's pretty fucking fast. It's, it's still pretty early though. Yeah. On the that, other hand. that said, I think that at the beginning of a relationship, it's it's super normal like when you do find someone you really like get on with like super normal to kind of abandon other things for a few weeks like for you know friendships wax and wane or whatever but uh, i i feel like it's um i feel like there's kind of three things here which is there's three options which is that either uh Either you're worried about your friend and you feel like she's like neglecting other things in her life, which in which case you should talk to her. Uh, option two, you miss her genuinely as a friend, in which case it's okay to express that. And yeah. uh, I think there are like non-possessive ways to express that, right? You can say like, hey, like I haven't seen you that much. We should be, I want to hang out. Like, you know, let's make plans. Like, you know, try to make more plans. Uh, and yeah, you should express that too. You know, express it in a way where you're like, I, I, I want to make plans. Don't just express it in like a whining way. Yeah, obviously. Right. We don't hang uh, out anymore. Right. Like, what's the point of that? Now you're just being a baby and making it about you. Like, you should express it and express it with purpose and say like, well, I want to make, I want to do things and make plans. Because if you're I just like jealous and it actually has nothing to do with hanging out with them, then like that, 
that's when you just work on it on your own. But if you truly just want to hang out with them more, make plans. Uh, or three, uh, I don't. I I really kind of got the feeling the the fact that uh, whoever wrote this question felt the need to include at the end that uh, you're both queer yeah. makes me kind of. Uh, raises an eyebrow for me. I'm what, like, okay. What you don't see, you April, are... is what? that what you don't see, April, is we capital R both queer women. We are I, both I queer just, women. The emphasis is very there. I see. Yeah. So to me, like, what I'm kind of getting the the quiet part there is uh. You know, you're open to the possibility that maybe you, maybe you guys are in love or something. Maybe you're jealous, and that's normal too. That's normal too. And, and then, if that's the case, you know, just, just the fact that you feel the need to mention, like we're both queer. By the way, you're, you you yeah. want to, you know, that's you're thinking about it. You're kind of so like, maybe, by the way, uh, it could happen. It's compatible. Right. So, you know, I would maybe look deep inside yourself and ask, like, is, is it that? like yeah. is it and if and if it is then you have a serious decision to make which yeah. is do you want to talk about it or do you want to do what you need to do to kind of get over it so that's my thought i like your thought and it could be both things at once too yeah totally like you can you know it, it can be that oh this isn't just all like a, a crush that's been unsaid or whatever you know it seems like this friendship's very important to you again this person both of you have been a support system to each other going through a breakup there's like a little trauma bonding element in that that's like a really really vulnerable uh place to be and like a reliance on another person to both go through something difficult like that at the same time but i i feel what you're getting at where and how the, this question is written even if they're not like actively oh this is all because i have feelings for them I, yeah, investigate that because if there is like a little bit of a like, oh, well, you know, it's a little bit beyond friendship. I have some feelings outside of just appreciating them as a friend. Like that could make this feel a lot more intense than it would in a pure friendship because then there's that like potential jealousy element there on top of just the like loss of that support system and not being in the same position anymore. That probably you know made this very valuable as you as you both went through the breakup so there's a lot of stuff to investigate here and i think april broke it down well and it could be a mix of those things too but just try to feel out where you're at and really identify what you want out of this relationship and if it really is just that you, you know you miss spending time with them and having that support system i think just that that straight up you know checking in making some kind of plans I, th I think that'll go a long way. Maybe talking in person that, that you know, you've still been struggling with like the breakup stuff and being able to get some support from them in person. But there is just an element that they're in a different position now and the dynamic has changed. And like that can suck, you know, but it's also something you process and, and you keep moving. So a lot of, lot of self-investigation to do here. Uh, but good on you for writing the question in instead of, you know, blowing up your friend's phone like, you don't talk to me anymore. I'm nothing. <laughs> that was uh, that's a that's a healthy choice. Writing into this program is a healthy choice. I just want to get 100 percent of the time. 100 percent of the time. If you got a thing going on right in, we'll talk about it. And it's always a good thing to do. And it's always good for you.
as is going to patreon.com slash rftb five dollars a month gets you a bonus episode every week ten dollars a month gets your shout out at the end of the episode do we want to do another question i think so yeah how about this one let it rip how about this one early i was wondering if you could give me some advice that's the premise of the show yes we can do that we can good news for you we can i am a novice only fans girl and one of the more common services that we provide is dick ratings I've done a few of these, but to be honest, I find it quite difficult, because when I open their dick pictures, at best I feel absolutely nothing, and at worst I feel utter disgust. (laughs) This leads me to making shit up regarding my feelings about their penises. What am I supposed to say in these dick ratings, question mark? If you paid someone $20 to rate your penis, what would they need to say about it to make you feel like it was worth your money? Thanks. This is a very fun question. I know of this as a concept, but I, I haven't, I, I haven't like totally, is it supposed to be something that they're like, you got a great dick, A plus bud, and it's Depends a confidence on the boost? Man. Depends on the man. Some of them are going to oh. be like, yo, I need to be validated right now. I have a lot of anxiety around my penis and I need someone to tell me that it's okay. Some right. people are going to be like, I like have a weak shitty wiener and I need you to tell me that it sucks and I hate myself and i like you know, a humiliation yes. thing going on um maybe maybe you find a way to like tag these as they're coming in maybe like uh you put out the call for doing dick ratings let me like like i don't know is there a way to surreptitiously be like tell me what you want <laughs> basically you know what i mean yeah but without ruining the whole yeah the whole without the ruining the mystique yeah i feel like it's um just to address the part of this that's like I don't enjoy I don't I don't have passion for I mean it's a you know not to be uh glib but it's a job right like yeah but if you if you really hate it don't do it but if it's not you know I don't know I mean it's not an essential service of to having an OnlyFans you don't have to do them yeah but if you want to you can or you're totally you could totally say i don't want to do this if you don't want to do it yeah yeah i i do get the sense of wanting to be like genuine uh in in what your response is and so like if you you know if you want to do this uh just like conceptually but actually seeing me like god all these dicks suck this this is miserable or neutral at best like if you're somebody who struggles to kind of uh kind of fake compliments and that kind of thing then like yeah maybe it just isn't it isn't the skill set that you, you want to be using and there's other kind of avenues with doing only fans that it'd be better right. if this is just a very like frustrating thing for you i should say though this isn't uh not a job i've ever done and i have zero expertise in you know knowing what makes this genre of work succeed so i don't know best of luck to you maybe here's what you do maybe you fucking farm that work out maybe you cut in your girl audrey because i have genuine opinions about penises maybe you tell maybe you tell all of them that you think they should pursue uh bottom surgery yeah. <laughs> you know what would look better right there? A vagina. Yeah. 
You've got a great body for a pussy. <laughs> Maybe you should get one. Do you happen to have fifteen to twenty thousand dollars yeah. on hand? Because you should get a vagina. <laughs> this is a strategy. This is one potential strategy here. That could be good. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I love that. I feel like this question is illuminating something to me with these that like that's got to be a specific skill set to be able to like get a dick rating request and like read from that person and maybe like scan in their social media. Does this person want to be humiliated or do they want to be complimented? Yeah. And then just kind of going or for are it. They, or are they genuinely asking also? Hey, what do I got? Ooh. Maybe they really want to know. Maybe they're insecure and they truly want to know. Ooh, ooh, okay, here we go. Ask them to say what they think it is. Uh, Like, when you submit your dick pic, tell me what you think you have. Let them do the work for you. (laughs) Right? Tell me what you think you have. If they say, I think I have a one, be like, baby, that's a nine. Don't even fucking trip. That's a nine, honey. Look at you. If they write in, they say, oh, I got like a five. Be like, six. A little better than you thought, but, you know, yeah, you're nice. right. You're yeah. right. Pretty average. Uh, if they write in, they're like, I have a 10. Be like, you have a fucking one. Your penis sucks. It looks like shit, bro. <laughs> your, pe- your cock looks your like penis. shit. I hate it. I hate your cock. I'm offended by this penis. It should be a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's what you recommend, bottom Get surgery. a pussy. <laughs> I mean, we've laid out the, the decision tree right here. We got the task flow for you. Just follow <laughs> the, the, the... What number did they give? And then go to the, the proper answer there. Go to the proper extreme. I will say also, like, it leads you to just making shit up regardless about the feelings. I mean, I, I think that's fine. I feel like that's kind of what the, the skill set is. I don't know. Like, maybe there's people out there and their whole brand is like, I give you the genuine rating. And, like, I, I have thoughts and opinions on qualities of dicks. And I'm here to give it to you straight. But I have to imagine a lot of people are just like, you know, it, it's, as we were saying before, it's a job. You're just you give them what you think they want. And, like, there's no way to make everybody happy. Sometimes they're going to be like, oh, fuck, you humiliated me. And that's not what I wanted at all. And then that sucks for that person. But they go get it rated by somebody else. There's not like a standardized dick rating board. You know, if it doesn't, if it doesn't work out with you, they'll go elsewhere. That's so, true. I, I think you're okay making stuff up. But if you're somebody, again, who struggles to kind of to do that or just doesn't like, you know, uh, what's the word for this? It doesn't like like crafting a, a response that's that's not actually real. Then I think again, just just K-fabe. you know, go to other elements. Then I think that's what I was looking for. If you can't do dick rating kayfabe, you know, then then, then maybe maybe do a, a different kind of online sex work. Butthole ratings. Does anybody do butthole ratings? Let's see. It has to be Let's right. Google butthole ratings. Can you imagine Pootie's butthole rating system. Well, is this just like a scale that somebody developed? Yeah, Pootie developed a, a scale. If I did butthole ratings, I would also suggest that they should all be pussies. <laughs> you, should get, you should get bottom surgery on your butthole. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> 
See? It's that, a lot more aesthetically pleased. I've been, Come on. I've been sort of on the fence about vaginoplasty, but if I could get my butthole turned into one, maybe I'd fucking go for it. <laughs> the best of both worlds. <laughs> Two vaginas. Yeah, no, you got it. You nailed it. <laughs> The world's first double bottom surgery. <laughs> we turn them both into pussies. <laughs> this is another one where I, I am interested in an update from this person. If you if you kind of find your way with this, or if you're just like fuck this shit, or if you find some technique here that that makes you actually fall in love with with dick rating, and you realize it's your calling. Uh, let us know. I, I don't know. I've seen people post about this, and I it's not something that I've I've totally understood, and I, I am interested to... I don't know. We've had some OnlyFans folks on. I gotta, yeah. I gotta ask somebody next time. If, what's the deal? What's the deal with dick ratings? What's the deal with <laughs> dick ratings? Ding, 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 ding. And then the credits roll, and it just says get bottom surgery, and it fades out to Castle Rock Entertainment. Absolutely. So what's the deal with dick ratings? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm Jerry Seinfeld, and I just got a pussy. <laughs> Two, actually. I got my butthole done as well. <laughs> what about, okay, I forget what the original title I decided was. I think I got my butthole done as well is pretty good. It's a pretty good one. <laughs> We've had a lot of incredible titles, possibilities yeah. here. I wish we could do like a Pokemon situation where there's different versions of the episode. Right. You can get like red version. <laughs> That's an awesome idea. <laughs> and in order to get the full content of the episode, you have to get them both and kind of pick up the, the differences. Yeah. yeah, you have to trade with your buddy. Who the got, other episode, who this got one two pussies over, version. Yeah. The other one's just me messing with the slingshot again. This has been the, the trend for the past couple episodes. April, you're missing out because the past two weeks uh, I found a slingshot and I've just been fiddling with it on camera. We've been now, recording and Audrey uh, loves it. It's I, your favorite. I hate it a lot. That's awesome. I hate it a lot. You previously said that you would only do talk about it behind the paywall because it could be a problem for your area okay. that you live in. We're talking hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to Maybe this was all a high concept joke, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's improv. Turn, I'm holding a slingshot. Turn your slingshot into a pussy. <laughs> yes, and you're getting arrested. <laughs> oh, good lord. Sentenced to dick rating in front of a, a federal judge. What about stubby? The first dick rating brought to the Supreme Court. Absolutely. What about Stubby? All right, hit a stub at the end here. Yeah, I've, because of the technical issues, we lost sense of time a little bit. I think we're, we're coming close to the end. Yeah. Let's check this one out. Did we talk about the big toe? We talked, we talked about, about the, the big toe. toe. Of course we talked about the big toe, Donovan. Of course we talked about the big toe. Uh, we're going back in the back. We're going we're gonna to see what we got back here. Uh... Uh, how do I ask my cute coworker out without being weird? I'm too shy? Question mark? Question mark? Hmm. Just do it. Yeah, you kind of got to just do Grow it. Grow up. 
consider literally grow up consider the potential fallout out of it if you work very closely with this person like you see them every fucking day you work together and if you go hey um I think we should go do, do you want to do Barbenheimer this weekend? And they go, no, fuck you. And that like ruins everything <laughs> in your workplace. That would suck. But if you're you like, in a follow-up question, uh, she said, fuck you. <laughs> should I, is that a yes or a no? Is that a, a that's little... definitely a no. That's a yes. That's consent. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing you absolutely, wants to fuck you. The other thing you absolutely must do is you say, Hey, do you want to go do Barbenheimer this weekend? She goes, no, fuck you. You have to never talk to about it again. You have to yeah. just, it has to be gone from like history. It has to be as You've if it never happened. Shot. You only have the one shot. You can never bring it up to her again. And that's also kind of like it's dependent on, because without being weird, can you do this without being weird is kind of the question you need to ask yourself. Yeah. And if you are weird and you don't realize it, that can be a difficult thing to do. But like that's the basic thing here is is what Audrey just said. And can if you she get turned down? Can she, can do she this without being be weird? Yeah. It's a good question. Yeah. I think the worst thing you can do, the worst thing you can do is just try to become friends with evil intentions or Yeah, that that's sucks. bad. That sucks. People feel tricked when you're like, "Oh, we've been having dinner and this whole time you've been thinking we're dating." Just fuck, just ask, just say something, whatever. Just grow up, say something. Hey, do you want to go out sometime? Uh, no? Okay, that's that's fine. And then if it goes bad, right, cool. you kill yourself. And if it goes good, <laughs> you get married and fall in love forever. I thought you were going to say, if it goes good, you kill her. No. That's, what I'm talk- that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> now we're talking. Audrey understands what a good date looks yeah. like. I don't know. I'm just. Oh, tra- I'm just so trying to. Romantic. I'm just trying to get a beat on your comedy here. It's our first date idea. I chain you to the radiator. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking. Uh, first date idea. Uh, we put an exit bag on you, just like old Steve-O in the final <laughs> Jackass movie, <laughs> and we've brought it back around. <laughs> Whoa. I genuinely just ask and if they shoot it down don't talk about it anymore and just be cool and keep first a distance date idea and- first date idea we go get sushi and i start trying to rail lines of the wasabi <laughs> and throw up all over the table living on the edge <laughs> we're gonna Girls go see love some love it we're gonna go see that. some theater uh it appears to be a snake in a tank but but actually it's a penis and kind of a snake colored sock Sure. Wow. Yep. Yep. Dinner in a yep. show kind of situation. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. Just watch some Jackass. You get some good ideas in there for that first. I date. actually you got this. The last night Corla was in town for her first visit uh, into Cincinnati, uh, we went and saw the Jackass movie that was out. We saw Jackass Forever in the theater, and it was actually very sweet. Shouts out. Shouts see, out. See, it is a date. It is. Go ask her if she wants to go see Jackass, and if she doesn't, you know. Play it, play That's it good. Cool. Here's what I would do. I would take a girl to Jackass, or I would bring a girl home, watch Jackass with her, but I would have edited the footage in advance so that all the dicks look really small, so that mine <laughs> looks humongous by comparison. Just change the aspect ratio on the cocks? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just on the cocks, so it looks really small. Damn, I'd rate these like a one, babe. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> these yeah. dicks suck. These dicks are awful. 
All right. All right. Well, I, I, despite the technical issues, we have made it to the end of the program, and we have to give a round of applause to April. Oh, my God. It has been wonderful. I hope it worked. I hope the audio quality has been okay. Same. I hope everyone's enjoyed listening to this. Same. I also yes. hope so. And if it's not, feel free to track me down and kill me. <laughs> that's the April Clark promise. Because that's on me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you again for coming on. Uh, what do you What do you got to plug? You mentioned some stuff in the top. We can, yeah, we can I already mentioned uh, I'm I'm going on tour with my friend Grace Freud. We're in a bunch of cities in the Northeast this August. Uh, we've also got a big show in L.A. on August fourth with our friend our friend Joel Kim Booster will be there. Hell yeah, uh, which is going to be awesome. And uh, please uh, check out the the podcast and pretty much that's everything pretty much that's it also amazon.com it's a great website to buy stuff <laughs> that's, that's so true support Any, april by going to amazon anything you need use her yeah. affiliate link it's on there <laughs> well thank you again so much thank you uh, guys for having me of course absolutely and thank you to the listeners we appreciate you very much but some we appreciate more than others you heard waterlogged donovan or whatever whatever i was calling him you you heard them tell you about the patreon we do a bonus episode each week five dollars a month you get a bonus episode discord access we mail you a sticker but for ten dollars a month you get all of that and we shout your name out in lights at the end of each main feed episode. Audrey, who are we shouting out first? We begin, as we do, with Brock. Wait, fuck, the, the order changed, because the name changed. Oh, I was trying to do it from memory. Okay, wait, I got the tears going. It's, it's active. We follow it up with Anthony Limburg. Eagle-eared listeners will know that, that it's the same... It's that is the same. Up next, we've got our beloved day Fuck. one Barb, <laughs> and then we have my beloved day one. It's my own dad. Uh, up next, we have. Did we did, did we figure on who on what name we're supposed to use? Did they get back to us? Shit, no. Use the original. Just use the original. We'll message them. Sp spreadable. It is spreadable fruit. Yeah, we're shouting yes. out spreadable fruit. Yes, tell us if you want us to use the name changer. We stick with that. We love you. We're just going to switch week to week. We'll change it up. We'll mix it up. Yeah. We're shouting out Dylan, our good friend. We're shouting out Daddy. We're going to shout out our very good friend, Gigi. We're who, shouting out K friggin' Money. Who I want to go back for a second is now my Metamore. How cool is that? Gigi is now my cool. Metamore. Pretty cool stuff. K friggin' Money. Okay. We're going to shout out Mall Criata. We're shouting out MC Proletariat. We're going to shout out Mickey Flykick. No, 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 no. We're shouting out Rico Suave. We're going to shout out Riley. From episode 600 and dickity two, Rich Homie Click Clack. We're shouting out Ryan. We're going to shout out Super Deformed. We're shouting out Tufted Tit Mouse. And finally, we're going to wrap it up with a shout out for Wendy because every... Nope. I was wrong. Not There's finally. one more Not after. Finally. Not the final one. But uh, we're going to shout out Wendy because everybody knows it's Wendy. Everyone knows this. And last but not least, tweet, tweet, we're shouting out Ren. That was the sloppiest shout outs we have ever done in our life. Thank you so much for giving us money to do them. Special the edition. Special edition. Messy edition. Messy edition. Rare. Holographic. I am so fucking tired right now. <laughs>
Well, you go take a little lay down after you tell them who did the music. I did the intro theme. It's Horn Filters, the love theme from RFTB. You can find it and more songs like it at SoundCloud.com slash RFTB pod. Outro song, Rat Curse, Bellowing Pines. Find it on streaming. We did it. We did it. Another huge thank you to April for joining us. You were a true delight and a true trooper. Thanks for hanging in there. Um, thank you guys again. And we're going to thank the listeners one more time. And then I'm going to say I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah!